Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of Storytime for Weirdos. This episode is entitled, The Burglar. My ground floor apartment in the Bronx was nestled in a gracious courtyard. In the spring, the courtyard was awash in the fragrances of lavender, lilacs, and daisies. In late May, the temperatures in New York allowed for open windows throughout the night. The sounds of the city, music, chatter, car engines, and train rumbles meandered through the apartment. On one such Sunday evening, I turned off the lights and retired to bed. I drifted off to sleep to the cadence of my neighbors talking in the courtyard. Tito Puente played a counterpoint in the distance. I woke to a loud noise, disoriented. I lay in bed, my heart pounding, yowling. Not unusual, but it sounded like it was coming from inside the apartment. There was a hiss and a thump. I jumped out of bed and walked swiftly to the living room. My cat, Elaine, stood on the windowsill, her back arched and tail puffed out. Elaine was normally silent. The mews and chirps of cats on the internet were not her way. The only time she made the types of noises she was making now was at the vet. I turned on the light and approached her. I gasped. The screen in the window had been opened. I slammed it closed so she wouldn't jump out and peered into the courtyard. It was empty and darker than normal. The lights from my neighbor's apartments did not illuminate it at this time of night. I glanced at the clock. It was a little after 2 a.m. Someone had tried to break into my house. I gathered a lane, retrieved my phone from the nightstand, and called 911. 911, what's your emergency? Someone tried to break into my home, I replied. Are you in danger? The dispatcher asked. No, I said. I don't think so. I gave the operator my address, and she told me that a patrol car would stop by. I sat on the bed with Elaine until they arrived. She went from tense vigilance to furry loaf in that time. My phone rang, and I buzzed in the officers. Answering the door required disturbing Elaine, but she took up residence on the couch, keeping an eye on the officers while engaged in an impromptu tongue bath. Rarely have I been so disappointed to open my doors at night to a pair of men. Pornography had lied to me. Good morning, said one of the officers. What happened? I described the yowling and the open screen. They inspected the window and asked about my neighbors. Let's take a look outside, one of them suggested. I put on my shoes and a hoodie and escorted them to the courtyard. They approached my neighbor's window, the break between the courtyard and the apartment, disorienting them. I directed them to the correct window. Police procedurals had also lied to me. The courtyard was paved concrete ringed with planting beds separated by a low wrought iron fence. One of the officers stepped the gate in the fence, which had been left ajar, into the planting bed. With little care for the flowers and foliage around him, he maneuvered to my window. I cringed as the plants snapped. 
The co-op board was maniacal about the upkeep of the courtyard. Board elections were won and lost over the state of the planting beds. Oblivious to my discomfort, the police officer pushed aside the hydrangea. Oh-ho, he said. Looks like we found your burglar. I peered in the bushes, and he pulled aside the hydrangea to reveal a man passed out in the dirt. We can escort him off the property, said the other officer to me. Do you want to press charges? I, I don't want him arrested, I said. Can you get him help? Uh, we can put him in the drunk tank and call DHS, the officer in the bushes said. He leaned down and prodded the man on the ground. The officer next to me pointed a flashlight on the man. Sir, you need to get up, said the officer in the bushes. The man roused himself and scrambled to his feet. He grunted and swayed. It was then that I noticed the vicious scratch on his forehead. Hey, Higgins, said the officer with the flashlight. Look at his forehead. The other officer squinted at the man and then barked with laughter. Your cat do that, he asked me. I, I don't know, I replied, embarrassed. I guess so. She's never attacked anyone before. Attack cat, said Higgins, taking the man by the elbow and guiding him to the gate. The man stumbled and crashed through the plants, but remained upright. We should take him to Lincoln, said the officer with a flashlight. I know a guy who got scratched and it got infected. Cats have toxoplasmosis. I let his pronunciation of toxoplasmosis slide, suddenly worried that Elaine had sent someone to the hospital. Radio in and make sure they're not slammed, said Higgins. He turned to me. We'll take him right to the car. I think we've got enough for the report. Drunk guy tried to open your window, probably thought it was an empty apartment. Your cat fought him off. Do you want to add anything? Uh, no, I replied. Good, said Higgins. I don't want to go back in that apartment, he pointing to the wrong window. There's a cat in there that put a guy in the hospital. The other officer snickered, and they led the man out of the courtyard. I returned to my apartment to find my ferocious guardian sitting on the couch, purring. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Storytime for Weirdos, a bi-weekly podcast with new episodes posted on the first and third Saturday of every month.